Welcome to Steven Sebastian. Hey, what you're listening to. We're back. It's been, what, two months? Maybe. Somewhat. Been busy as hell. Had to move. Um, classes started. That's been pretty crazy. Um, and just working on different projects here and there. Um, but yeah. Again, sorry for the wait. And no worries, we're going to try, I think what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to separate the Steven Sebastian Hey What You're Listening To. Um, quilt, I think is what I um, separated down to. And then uh, whatever we have things that aren't about uh, music, that'll probably be on something called uh, Steven Sebastian on Everything. And... You know, that, that'll take a little bit longer to, to put up just because I got to, not that I have to, but I really want to put it up on YouTube and I, I really want to do it in a very specific way. And um, honestly, that's that's kind of what I'm working on. I'm, I'm trying to see if I can figure out different things to add on to, to what we're doing. Um, so yeah, so check out for those uh, or stay tuned for those changes, I guess. And, you know, um, again... It always takes a long time to do this. Sorry, my apologies. Um, but we're going to get this right. And unfortunately, um, what you're about to hear, we just did a review on Rage in the Machine, the new Joe Budden album that came out about two weeks ago. We finally got into it. Um, recording came out fine. It's just for some reason my side uh, came out just on the left. So I'll have to really figure that out. Um, but besides that, you know, please listen to it. Please let us know what you think. Uh, please like it and stay tuned. Thank you. And here is Steve Sebastian. Hey, what you're listening to. Oh, and before I forget, um, there was a little story we had and, uh, it got cut off from the, uh, the original recording. So I'm going to throw it in right now after this and then we'll get to the show. You should be able to hear the theme music coming on. Okay, thanks a lot, everybody. Peace. I said we can get started whenever you want, but you got to get off the game. All right, my nig? I'm not on the game. Got to get off the game. I'm not on the game. You got to get off the game. All right. So there's some little kid in Costa Rica who can barely afford a CD, Sebastian, and he listens to our podcast, and it's been two months since he's been able to buy his CD. Okay, this little kid in Costa Rica looks up to us. What? <laughs> you kidding Costa Rica? Yeah, we had like one download in Costa Rica. And I like to think it's like this one kid who like wants to be like us, like Hispanic American that isn't looked down on. Just before, you know, just be Hispanic because, you know, we transcend that. We transcend race. You transcend race? You don't think we trans? I think I, think transcend, I transcend race. race. I think you're just a no, race. I think, I think you're still a little knocked up at the bottom there. But you're getting out of there, and that little kid sees that, and he sees himself in you, you know. And he looks at me as a as a brother he never had, because the brother he does have uh, is dead. <laughs> so you killed his brother? No, his brother died regardless. Like, no, okay? Dick, you killed his brother in the story. Like, you, there's no reason why his brother should be dead, but you just created a brother and killed him. <laughs> he did. You want him to have he, that much he, of a sadder he, life? He, he did. You're a dick. In my imaginary story. The reason he sought me out was because his brother was dead, okay? So he didn't seek me out before that. So, it, 
you know, so you want to be his, you want to be his brother. So cause... it had nothing to do with his murder was because of the fake uh, drug cartels in that area at that time. He was a, he was a drug runner. I mean, it's not like this guy was a great guy. Is what I'm saying. So he's just so so. Why does he listen to podcasts? What, what's I'm not for? talking about the kid. I'm talking about the kid's brother. <laughs> I said. <laughs> I don't know, I feel like you're giving, the, you're giving the kid's brother a lot of credit. Oh, my God. Get off that, though. I ain't know nothing. Except so you're not very good at vocalizing, so, it's not, even, so it's, not, it's not very good. You know what I mean? Like, it's not even funny. Well, what are we doing, Joe Budden's album or Meek's yeah, album no, or Joe album. We got Mickey Facts album or no, Young Jeezy's classic do, album? No, we got to do Rage one? in the Machine. And then if you want, we could do uh, Songs Made While High after that. You could do what? Songs Made While High. Oh, you listen to it? Yeah. Listen Did you like it? Yeah, at first I didn't, and now uh, I'm a little better about it. I think you were right. Like, there's very good beats on it. <laughs> Yeah, the beats are, the beats like almost make you like forget about everything else. Yeah. So yo, put that shit down so we can actually start proper. I did put it down. No, you didn't. I can actually hear it. You do. Something something in life is called multitasking. It's not called That's multitasking. It's just called getting off the system. It's called multitask. No, it's just not being an asshole. Steven, I feel like you, you don't know how to multitask. I feel like you don't know how to multitask. I feel like I'm I'm the king of multitasking. I feel like you talk out your I ass. Dr- I drive, watch movies, and read um, things without crashing. Yeah, but I just came up with a very in-depth story about a Costa Rican kid that, uh, that listens to our podcast out of love. Yeah, and I, and I was continuing that story all well. <laughs> Oh, well, playing the game and texting. Uh, I'm probably going to definitely throw in that story in the beginning there just because it's funny. But uh, welcome to Steven Sebastian. Hey, what you're listening to. I fucking forget what fucking episode we're on. Sebastian is here. Being. Because we hate what you're listening to. Well, I was going to say being a homo. But no, you know, no, we've moved on. Okay. It's not wrong to be a homo. Sebastian, something uh, else. Clearly, you have punk. something going on with your. Is it is it wrong to call people punks? Like do you think? Where your inner you have inner demons just haunting you right now, Stephen. <laughs> so you're talking about homosexuality, like, like inner homo- gay demons. Yeah, I think you have angry gay demons. Do you think demons have a sexual preference? I think that's why they're... Nah, I'm not going to get religious. <laughs> <laughs> so There's a totally different way we could jump onto this. No, but uh, we're actually... Today we're going to do... Uh, how, what did they come out like last week? What? Uh, Rage in the Machine. Yeah, it came out on um, the 21st. 21st, so we're looking almost like 10 days. But uh, I don't know. Do you want to jump in and like... Tell us what you Uncle, like about it, or Uncle should we, Joe should we go, this bitch. Or should we go one like through it one by one? No, nah, I'll give you a vast overview, and then we go go one by one. Okay, let's see. Let's see what you think about it. Then go ahead. The album is great. It's it's an amazing album. If it if it came out in two thousand six, 
that came out 10 years ago. Yeah, it would have been a great album. I mean, but I feel like... It doesn't take away from the fact that it is, it, like it is that. a good album, though. Don't you think? I mean, he's always said that. He's always been a, like a rapper from a different era. Like he should have been born somewhere else. Like, you know, yeah, time. it's a good he's album, though. The only track I really don't like is the one with Joel Ortiz. You know, I kind of like that one. It grows on me, lie. but I just I'm just not a fan of it. Yo, well, uh, let's play let's play the first song. You know what? Let's play the first song because there's a lot of things on the on this album that just I'm not saying it's a bad album. I'm just saying that a lot of parts of it just take you out of it. That fucking little speech thing that guy does in the middle of that first song is so Dude, fucking pointless. Not even that, but how long does that beat go on for? I feel like it goes on for a while and it's just in the middle. I don't vibe that. I like little interludes. Almost like it's going, but yeah, no, but it doesn't even feel like an interlude. Alright, let's just... I'm, I I'm, just I'm, need I'm, the voice. I'm, the I'm, voice I'm, is what... I'm gonna go ahead and play it. I'm gonna go ahead and play it and let's just, you know, we'll, we'll, uh... Understand yeah. it. Yeah, that starts off. Microphone check is something new, y'all. Right? These views only grillue from the dude on stage. You know what I mean? I like it. It starts off like the beat and shit. And in New York State. You know, I can't help but, like, you know, bob my head to it. Like, I like it. Even the beat is good, you know? But this... I don't know if it's in right here or... Yeah, it's in the middle. I don't know if 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 See? Like, why do I care about this? Yeah, and it's in the middle of that track, and we just started it. You know, and listening to it now, I think it says something, and I'm gonna I'm just gonna cut that out for now. Wait, but you like it better? No, it kind of makes it feel as if the album is gonna be like that. Like, oh, we're going to take, like, this really crazy deep turn somewhere and do something crazy. But then the rest of the album is, you know, it's by the numbers. Well, he has I'm one producer. Saying, producer yeah, the whole yeah, I'm not, yeah, and I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying that it very much is an album of its era, maybe, of its time, of, like, this kind of person. And... and from the interviews I've listened to, it kind of seems like that's what he was trying to make. Like an album from that era back then? Like an, an album from that era back then, but from his perspective now. Like, basically, like, people who are in his age group, you know, say, like, from their 20s I, to their I like the last 30s. verse on, on that first out, uh, first track. Okay, but well, you know what I mean? But that's what he was saying. He was like, he doesn't think that there's that there's tracks like that. You know what I mean? Well, no, what he, what he was saying on that track, Uncle he Joe. He doesn't think that there's music like that for, for people anymore, like his age, that just want to listen to, like, rap. And he's like, oh, that's what I'm trying to make. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. All right, so let's get into Uncle Joe real quick. I like Uncle Joe. It's like, it's kind of how I feel, even though I'm young. I'm a, do you have a, pre- a preference on when you wanted to start? Do you, no. Do you have an idea? 
All right, I'm just gonna go ahead and start like kind of like uh, anywhere I guess in the towards the middle in the chorus. Sometime in there. All right, let's see. I'm gonna let it run for a bit. So when I walk up in a day party and say what up, all I hear is Uncle Joe and his bitch. Same way you know when you up, you better know when you slip. Studies based off years of hanging with the boa constricts. I'm from an era where you deal with all the trolling and shit. When we see you, we just go in your shit. It's repercussions facts as we demand it more. Don't understand it, dog. Question all these niggas with words they never answer for. Staring at you, new niggas still from my old estate. Like Oscar Robert watching Golden State. You know what I mean? Like it's a. It's. It's not bad, especially for for a second, for a second track. But again, like I'm still left like with like this bad taste from like the first track. Well, now I like the first track. Just the just the interlude is trash. I hate that interlude. It kind of leaves me with a bad taste. The interlude makes the song like annoying, but the, the overall song is good. The verses are really good. Yeah, but I keep half expecting like some shit to happen then to a track, and I can't say that for the rest of the other tracks that happens. You know what, what I mean? What do you mean, like the same interludes and stuff? They have like a like a really weird like beat change, like like just shift change, like tonal change. Oh, like a lot of the tracks. Yeah, like I don't, I'm not, I'm pretty sure like the rest of the tracks don't have that, like the from the what the so, the first track has. Some do because his Arab music beats. His beats are mostly like that type of beat. Well, let's see. Let's uh, well, let's go into like serious. Well, let's listen to that and then tell us uh why uh you didn't like it. I'm gonna go ahead and play that uh. Kind of oh music. yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, some shit like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ask about your boy, they'll tell you I'm not the fella. Tomato sauce, whoever try shred up my mozzarella. I guess it's in my jeans. No prince if I got the poke out. Man, let these niggas reach. I'm obviously with the blowout. Sometimes you guys show out just to show them what you're about. Give them the green light. Fuck away, you can go now. Got shooters on the scanner, you never know what we spoke about. Picture Tony Montana where hammers running in Souls House. Ghost town, bullets in the beach chair. Lines drawn, break the sand like bad news. Sit them down. Nah, nigga, take a stand. Dirty crackheads run up on you. What you was saying, man? Lights out, won't even take a band. <laughs> you niggas want war, trust me, you don't want war. Homeboy, you don't know how serious it could be. Man, the feeling starts, a million man march, no games on my soldier, serious it could be. When we pull up, like, hey, y'all, uh, hey, y'all, uh, hey, y'all, uh, hey, y'all, uh, hey. I can't wait to leave it there. Hey, uh, 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 or, you know, I def I really don't know what it is, but <laughs> I like Joel Ortiz. I catch myself like singing that part. Hey, yo, hey, hey, yo, hey. Yo. <laughs> the thing is that tr that track is a is it's a Fifty Cent and Lloyd Banks type of beat. Like you would hear Fifty Cent and Lloyd Banks on it, but you know, then I'm you like, then you know. listen to it, you're like, huh? I like I liked it like it's still like it was like this tough guy song you know what I mean? It was, but like uh -huh. you know what like it's just there was like a rage to it. And I kind of I don't know I kind of like that sometimes, especially like it's weird. Like I, now that you do mention it, now that I'm listening to it, like out of context, that shit is kind of annoying. 
But I think it, if you're going to listen to, like, and I don't even know what you would call this kind of music, but there, there's there's not going to be a lot of good hooks being written. Like, I don't see, you know what I mean? People paying. Realistically, but you, li- you listen to Joe Bunner for for just his r- raps. like Exactly. And he doesn't have nothing, um, no feelings, like no track where he talks about like kind of his feelings, but he still does kind of talk about his feelings in other sense, just not his relationship feelings. Like, he just talks about his relation, yeah, his yeah, feelings it's, it's, with life. Rage, rage. Like that's, it seems to be like some of the, the theme throughout all of this. Like even though the album cover doesn't show it, like I fucking... I fucking hate that. Like, it's just... What, what uh... What, what, what? Well, the album cover is him showing the middle finger to the world. But you know what it also, it also makes you seem like? It's what you do, like, for rest of development, it's what you do when you have nothing else to say. Yeah, but no, put your hand down. Show the middle finger. Yeah, but still. still That's why he yeah. adds it like that, so it's kind of like saying, yeah, like, like, yeah, like, I'm sitting here patiently, but fuck y'all. Like, he's hiding it from now, but it still, it still reminds me always of the rest of the development. Like, it's what you do when you have nothing to say. <laughs> What's the next track? By Law? By Law is the next track featuring Jazzy. I'm going to go ahead and uh, go that in the middle right now. Do you like this track? I think this was a single. Or the first one to drop. You know, I kind of fucking dug that shit. Nah, actually, I don't know. You know, had a nice beat. It's catchy, like, you know. But again, another example how, like, he might need some help in, like, in the hook department, you know. But still, if he gets a good hook and there's a good beat laid down and, you know, he can still murder some shit. The thing is, he could, no one could ever take away his um rapping thing or whatever. His rapping thing? That's yeah, what I call rap. it, too. Uh, the, the the next song is Flex, and Flex. it's funny. There's a story about that song. All right, let's listen to it, then then tell us that story, because I kind of want to know that story now. Because I, I think I'm pretty sure I saw the video. So hey, did you like the video? We'll talk about after this. For you. you are the foy and flex for me. 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 Um, fucking, there's, everyone thinks that, um, the reason he got Tory Lanez on that is because Tory Lanez got beef with Drake and he always, like, disses Drake and all that. 
Oh, really? It's kind of like, uh, yeah. There's there kind of like, uh, somewhere in there? yeah, so it's kind of that. And then, oh, yeah. and then also, um, Fabulous dropped the mixtape, right? Oh, wait, wait, wait. So that's before you can go. Did you, I, did you drop something? It feels like you're dropping something continuously. No, what are you talking about? Um, I, I thought you were dropping something. I thought you, I, it's just, you know, it seemed like you were like futzy with something. I thought you were like, oh, something was falling I, continuously. I thought it was very odd. Yeah, you're weird. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, <laughs> there was a mixtape that was dropped? Yeah, like, Fabulous dropped his mixtape, and he he put the version out, like, he put that song out, but without <laughs> Joe Budden's verse on it. Well, the fuck, I can hear you. I, well, the fuck, I can hear you. Turn that shit off, man. You're fucking up the recording. What are you talking about? Shut the fuck up, dude. This all you doing right now is just fucking up the recording. We're in the middle of this shit. What are you talking about? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Alright? I really don't know what you're talking about. You're weird. <laughs> Act professional at all. Fucking this. This nigga. Alright. Yeah, you're drunk. Finish what you're saying. He did a tape with, um, what do you call it? Um, He did a mixtape, Summertime Shootouts 2. Anyway, it was his bottle, dickhead. <laughs> So he did summertime shootouts too, right? It took very long to find that bottle, did you? Huh? Huh? Or you, or you, did you have another quarter of your eye? Or you just waited to reach for it, you piece of shit. Oh, so, so, so who's the one ruining shit? I am. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, sure, man, whatever. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, cool. Oh no, definitely, yeah, I'll definitely take it. Um I mean, does it come with cheese already? So I guess just like extra cheese and pepperoni if you can, and if they can't do pepperoni, then just extra cheese. Yeah, please. Alright, thanks. Alright, thanks. Yeah, yeah, if it's not, don't worry about it. It's not a big deal, but yeah. Alright. Alright, thanks, man. See ya. Be careful out there. You know, you gotta tell people to be careful. You know, never know, they might die. I think it's real. Alright, that was my fault, huh? <laughs> yeah, completely. Anyway. Next track. track. Oh, no, can you, uh, you finish that story for, for Flex? Do you want to retell the story? No, well, Flex or whatever, Fabulous, he pretty much didn't put him on the album, so everyone was saying that that's fucked up because that's Joe Budden's song. <laughs> The video is kind of, I don't know, like the song seems kind of obvious. 
Yeah, but that's yeah. like kind of saying. Come on, like I don't know. I kind of feel like there's some shit when I hear the word horny, and I'm not saying that it's not a good way to use the word horny. But when I hear the word horny in a hook, I'm like, all right, I know what kind of song this is. He says horny on the hook. Yeah. No, 4 a.m. flex for me. No, I'm sure he got. He says horny. <laughs> No, he does I'm, not. I'm gonna look this up right now. I'm gonna look this up right now. That makes no sense. Watch, watch me be wrong. <laughs> Let's check this out because we got the power of the internet. Oh, hold on, I'm about to check it. Let's find out right now. Oh. Um. Oh no, maybe not. Damn. Oh yes, I'm right. Boom. Toy Lanes, hook two. Uh oh, I'm horny again for you. That's what he says? Bitch. Yeah, he says, Oh oh, I'm horny again for you. Then he says, You are the four AM flex for me. <laughs> no, the hook is shorty made me feel like summertime, feeling like the summer's mine. She'll know the nights that a nigga went to hang for a hundred grinds. She'll know the time nights that the a nigga been. Go to the hook too, you piece of shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm just saying that, like you said, he, you know, it's it's obvious. Though. The song is obvious, right? Yeah. I'm- I'm not a crazy fan about it, but <laughs> one of my fa- one of my favorite songs is "Forget." It's and just that's so what short. I was just gonna say to you, I know it's, it's a, so it's a, short. It's a minute and a half, and we could probably play it all right now. But I, I, I wouldn't do that. But still, it's a good fucking song, and let's just play a little bit of it just because the beat's good too. Fuck yeah, it's good. It's just a good track. Everything about it is a good track, and I wish he had stayed on it. Or, and maybe I'm being selfish, I wish a lot of the track was just like this. But I just like these kind of tracks, you know what I mean? Just soulful. <laughs> it's just it's just strong. Faces be looking familiar, sometimes it's hard to know. I've been a whole lot of places, I met a lot of folk. They have a window to open, needed a pot to throw. In my hood, the story of mouse is one you gotta know. Cause no. I pushed the I-8 beamer. Can't remember where I seen her, I think it was La Marina. Singing La Marina. all the words to Trina, whole demeanor sad freak. No. Like old pictures of Adina. Of Adina. It's only funny because you're about to play the whole song. <laughs> I know, I was about to, but I don't want to. You gotta have to listen to that. That's a good track. That's a good track. You know, and I don't think there's much else to say about that. I think that, that you know, it says it for itself. Um, I gotta ask the next track on this. With the rubber grip, and but it's not. Maybe if you would be rubber on your tits and whatnot. Yeah. He did the he did the Jay Z thing, but I'm not. I don't think he did it justice. Well, I mean, was it was it even justified? Was there a reason to just take the whole flow? You know, that's what I'm saying. There was no point. Like, was there any of that that seemed like any inspired? Like, and I've been I've been listening to that track like back and forth and. Is there something whimsical about it that he thought, like, yo, this reminds me of this and I gotta do that? No, I think it was just because it, he felt like it would flow better. 
what an odd choice. All right, let's just play. It's not bad though. The beat's good. I just think it's an odd choice, but no. It just sounds like it's a freestyle. I don't like it as a song. Well, yeah, I guess you can see the Andy thing, like the way the beat is. And if you with me, mama, rubbing your tits. And whatnot. I hear they thinking about speaking my name, but if they could, I'm taking bets. Money on my hood, money on me, I'm good. Money on the wood, money on wishing that money would. That's him against the wildlife, and I got money on the woods, baby. Two bitches, three's company, how I half with her. The Tennessee don't do the trick, then watch the jack trip up. Trying to buy a compound, I need the pad bigger. That's seven bedrooms, eight and a half baths, I think it's bad strippers in front. Maybe it's something wrong with me, but like, as soon as I hear that, I just know. I'm like, oh, yeah. Right. Jay Z did a way better version of this. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> He's just reminding me that I could go listen to, you know, Hard Knock Life. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, oh, I don't know. You know the I thing is, play? I just, I, I don't think it's a bad track. I just think it plays off like a freestyle rather than a song. And I could totally see that. Exactly. I could totally see that. But. I mean by the, and I don't mean just because of what he says. I mean by the beat and everything. Look, there's one thing I like about this album, and it's all the other thing I don't like about it is how short it is. I love short albums. You know what I mean? Because that means that you can like distill everything and make it to a point and get your point across clearly. And do you think he got his point across? No. <laughs> you know, but by the same time, this is Joe. Budden I think. Later on in I think career. he did get his point across. I, and. Maybe that's the thing I'm not getting. You know what I mean? Maybe he's not getting a point across to me, but he's getting his own point across, which is that now he could do this for himself. You know what I mean? Yeah, the whole point of this album is that he's independent now, so he can say whatever the fuck he wants. Do whatever the hell he wants. And he's got it to a point, which again is something I've always been talking about, like movies and what Kevin Smith has been doing for a long time, and it's self promotion, you know? Like getting out of the thumb of like these 360 deals or all these corporation deals and using the fact that now you have a built-in audience. You know? His fucking podcast you gets at least 40,000 bi-weekly, I think. Is that a lot for a podcast? I mean, it's not bad for having 40,000 people listening in. On SoundCloud? Not bad. I don't know. I mean, I'm asking. I don't no, know. Uh, what I'm saying is, uh, I mean, I mean, a podcast like Joe Budden, probably like not Joe Budden, like Joe Rogan has like a million downloads, maybe in a month. You know, so yeah, but I guess if Joe Budden, you know, Joe Budden was a was a radio personality, though. You know that, right? Oh, then there we go. Then maybe you can see where the chops he, come in, like the show machine. He was on. He was on Hot 97, like a little bit prior to being on. Uh, um, pump it up, like um, that pump it up becoming a hit. <laughs> he just wanted to be a star, huh? No, he was just—he <laughs> always wanted. Yeah, and the thing is, that's what he's do doing. He's doing media now. He said because he's always likes it, he prefers it. How long? How, how long? He said like do that for though. Oh, he said like he. I guess I was watching an interview. He was talking about going to um, how like going to the BET concerts and shit like. He used to always hate it, 
But now this time he went as media and not as an artist, and he said he loved it because he was just asking questions and stuff. Yeah, again, you're not like answering. Like, how long did he really do that for? The the work for over there. Yeah, I think a couple. I think like two years or so. Still, like I can see it. He's got the showmanship; it makes sense. But you know, at the same time, he's got he's got personality. But still, what I'm saying is, he's got a built-in audience. You know, he's catering to his own crowd, and he can have, like, just like a stand-up comedian now can do the same thing. Like, just performing has changed a different way too, and that's, you know, it makes sense that he can come out with this album. And then what I like speaking is, of, I'm go- I'm going to Joe Budden's concert on Thursday. That's going to be awesome. And what I'm liking about this is that most likely we're probably going to get a, a Joe Budden album every year for the foreseeable future. You know what I mean? Yeah, more likely. Why not? Because why, why not? He can pull it, he can push he can make, Yeah, he, he make more money and everything. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. What's the next track on this? Next track's going to be Time for Work. Featuring Emo. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. Not, not a bad track. Like, yeah, I'm not saying I don't like him, but... <laughs> It's just, well, let's just listen in. Let's just listen in. We'll go. Call us up. We doing a live remote from Club Deco. Call us up. one 800 we too old for the fuck shit. We want to talk to you. Come on. What's going on in this motherfucker? See a lot of funny looks. Made me think it's something wrong in this motherfucker. If I let the Millie rock it, it'd be a different song in this motherfucker. Two bitches in the club. Can we all get along in this motherfucker? That's a pretty generic track. Yeah, definitely generic. You know, it is what. And again, like, this is what bothers me. I understand that this is what he wants to put out. This is what he wants to do. This is, but I don't know. I don't want to. I can't label the the word uninspired. Adam. I think the verses are good. Yeah, I think like the work is good. I just think like, again, like, and he doesn't have it doesn't have to be emotional for him to be him. It's just I don't know. It's it's better than that touch and go song he had way back in the day. Right, I'll give you that. That's true. That's true. After all that, it's still a better direction. So this next one's called wrong one. Uh, I think I like this one. Is that you play with that bottle again? Yeah. 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 I recognize that one of my favorites. I kind of like the song. I don't like it, and I like it. It's just, it's, it's, I don't know, somewhere in the middle. He's got, My, he's got this fucking the accent that I fucking hate. He's forcing that accent. Yeah, and that's, but it still fucking works for the track. I just fucking hate it. <laughs> Let him know. He's just a cigarette um, shit acting <laughs> up. It must be, yeah. It's probably all that. But, but again, that one gives me the definite impression. It's a freestyle. Yeah. Yeah. But Joe Budden used to have a lot of good songs as freestyles. Like his old, um, I remember when that's Money's On Me and all that, that little short yeah. mixtape. Like, I, I know it didn't come out as a mixtape, but I, 
But I, I remember I used to drive around in the car and listen to it because I put like I kept putting all the songs he was releasing. No, I think I have that. I think you you put you put it together for me on like this little mock little mixtape kind of idea. Yeah, and it was actually good. And it worked out. No, it worked out thematically because it was all coming out at the same time. But yeah, yeah, yeah I can go with you on that. So this but the the next two are actually good, like the type of songs I really like Joe Budden for. I like Idols, and I want to know. Let me see. I was, the other ones, the one before Idol is the one where he's talking about his son. Wrong one, right? No, the next one. You mean I want to know? Yeah. There we go. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was talking about. And I like the beat. Yeah, that too. It's again, you can tell it's a little dated beat. Yeah. We tell you about some more God's work, though. I wanna know what this life's supposed to be like. I wanna know, wanna know. Oh, it's so good, beat. I like it just like that part. Let it run. It's just going to be a long you know, it, it, I'm not saying that it's emotional, but it definitely still cuts at a deep issue, and I like that. Yeah, but Joe Bunn and most of his tracks are emotional, so to say. Yeah, but he gives it a good perspective in this, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not whack emotional, it's like... It's just, but there's just like this deep perspective of it coming from a father who was just like, who was like trying to acknowledge the fact that, yeah, he fucked up a lot of shit. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you know? And usually you don't hear it like that. It just seemed... I don't know. It just seemed very genuine. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm reading this thing right now, like this Genius article, and it was like, um, Joe Budden was talking about the fact that he heard about Tory Lane was because his his son put him up to it. Yeah. You know, so... It's just interesting. Well, it's been raps. Yeah, I figured as much. Yeah. Is it any good? Uh, he hasn't put nothing out. But his dad says he's trash. Alright. <laughs> uh, this is the last track. Uh, this is called Idols. I like this. Dad doesn't say he's trash, but he just says, I'm going to put my... He's like, he better not think he's good because I'm going to put my foot in his ass. <laughs> like, the moment he tries to get on a track, he thinks I'm going to let it easy. I'm going to be easy on it. I'm going to put my foot in his ass. He, he's like, he thinks he can do anything with me. Oh, that's fucking hilarious. That's and then I guess... um. He was also he was selling his son out that he was looking through the through like I guess his DMs and like his messages. He's like, man, you got no game. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking cold. Especially because he's got no way to retaliate. Alright, but this is uh, Idols, and we're gonna go ahead and give it a listen real quick. Look. Look, if you live long, you see your idols be your rivals. Hovers like the goat. Congratulations on title. Salute. We broke through many barriers for us. When we couldn't move the needle, you carried us for 
course, look forward. Maybe in 30 years, that's what you were rapping to the back of the red ignores. I think we're near that border. Mr. Carter, who gonna fear for the authors? They only have his daughters. Who gonna be there to record us? I titled it to him. Well, we'll care for our daughters and our sons. Just the vultures, we keep handing them the culture and the hip hop. Yeah, but that's good. I'm pessimistic. I won't even get my because Apple wants to buy him. I'm trying to sell. It's stop there. And um, you know what? You could tell. And again, this this album wears its influences on its sleeve. You know, like it has a lot of clear like. And it's everything that he's talking about. He wants it to be everything that, that he thinks is missing for people like his age. Yeah, and for people to acknowledge their idols and people people don't respect older music no more. Yeah. Like nobody no nobody respects the forefathers of rap. And just exactly how everyone and I literally mean everyone respects the forefathers of rock. Nobody respects the forefathers of hip hop. Yeah, but do you think that's something to do with the culture itself? That has to do with it has to do with the younger generation yeah, that doesn't care. Like the culture itself is just like it's uh, but it's almost like the culture of like sports too. You know what I mean? The best yeah, but sports everyone along. still respects Michael Jordan. Let's say in basketball. Yeah, I just don't know this. Everyone trick. calls him a great and says they learned something from them. Kobe Bryant, they still say, oh yeah, he was a. It was amazing. It was a it was a blessing to be on the court with him for that one last year or whatever. Like they all still do that, but with rap, like his old ass was back in the day. We don't give a fuck about him. And that's that's what everyone pretty much says. Yeah, that's just, that's one of those because because with hip hop, realistically, hip hop is a dick riding um yeah um, like a bandwagon. Yeah, it's just um. People just care to fuck with what looks cool. Yeah, but you could say that that's mostly about the fads, you know? Like, I, I think now more days, it's bullshit. Like, it just depends on who you talk to. Like, people will respect certain shit, and it's only if they respect certain things. But if you're going to talk to someone, they don't respect certain things about hip-hop, then they're just people that, they don't really listen to the music, just listen to the shit that's popular. Yeah, but majority is what's important, if we're being honest. And I'm not, and I'm talking about art. I'm talking about the overall artists in hip hop. I'm not, I'm not even talking about the fans. Well, what do you mean being popular? Like, what what's being popular? Having the most money, having the most fans, like. No, popular popularity is mainstream. Just being. Yeah, but what does mainstream? That mean? What does that mainstream mean back in the day was still respected. Yeah, but what does that mean like, now? Chance the Rapper has done a lot of shit without really selling an album. Uh, what Young Thug maybe the same thing. Stop it. He's mainstream. But what I'm saying, what I'm saying. No, he's mainstream. He's he's pretty much signed by Apple. Like, I hate when people try and say he's an independent artist. When you're getting promoted by Apple, you're not independent. That's still a distribution deal and everything. He's not fully independent. So st- everyone that says that he's independent is bullshit. I, know that. I did not know that. I just read everywhere that it just says that he's an independent artist. He's not. Or he was an independent artist. Uh, how, what were his he was albums? an independent artist, but then. His album premiered on Apple. Which like, one? His um, coloring book. 
Okay then, but the ones before that weren't, right? And he got started without it, right? He had one acid rap. Okay then, but my point being, and every and, and every rapper, every rapper has little dicky. Every rapper's first mixtape is is independent. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that isn't it easier now? Yeah, it's definitely it's, easier now. And you have again, like we were just talking about, you have a built-in fan base. You can do certain things. You have, you know what I mean. You 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 now can work towards a certain crowd. It's pretty powerful. Yeah, but it but it's the fact that, for example, Soldier Boy. When Soldier Boy was getting, whatever, um, he said, um, he I think he said fuck Ice T, and then that no one gives a fuck about Nas and shit like that. Like you 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 don't see fucking Red Hot Chili Peppers saying that about, or no people saying that Maroon Five saying that about Red Hot Chili Peppers. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. Just the respect level in hip hop. There's no real respect for your forefathers. Like they don't really give a fuck. Yeah, I kind of feel like it's just one of those things that happens with when when you have. It's a cultural thing, you know. When it just well, it's more so of a competitive um, thing, hip hop. But I, yeah, I just, guess there's that as well. Yeah, there's just uh, there's an edge to it. You know, that it shares a lot with, like, stand-up comedy, you know? Well, what's his name? Um, who else did a... I feel like someone else... There was a big thing going on with... Damn, there was someone, there was someone that was kind of beefing with, like, the older crowd or whatever. Um, oh, and then the fact that um, Jay Kwan... You remember Jay Kwan, the guy who used to sing Tipsy? Yeah, I remember Jaquan. Well, Jay was like, Man, I can't believe Raekwon out here this dude named Raekwon out here stealing my name, like blah blah blah. It's like people gotta be original. Like, wait, like what? <laughs> like he he was saying that? Like I, I can't believe you, I uh, there's a rapper out there named Raekwon stealing my name. How much you think of this shit is just ignorance. It's, and at that point it, It's all it, ignorance. But at, at that point, wasn't it just Maybe people didn't know how to use the internet well enough. It's all ignorance, but the, but the thing is that I'm sometimes I believe that ignorance is bliss, but no, like in that you you quote you're part of you like you're in this rap shit. You need to know a little bit about your history. It's like it's not a yeah, but that shit always happens, Sebastian. When there's money to be made, none of that shit matters. And then what happens is that. A bunch of money goes into it, and then it collapses, and then you have the shit that happens all around it. You know, the the people that are actually doing it for the for the music or for whatever. And that always happens, and you know, I would argue that it's already happened for rap, but we're just in a very different time right now where music just doesn't work the same way anymore. Now you have so many different fucking people with so many different genres, and you know everybody's making money. You know, and God bless them. And you know, everyone's trying to make money some way or another. But uh, anyways, that's that was Rage in the Machine uh, by Joe Budden. If I'm gonna give it a score out of ten, I would give it a seven. Yeah, I could agree with a seven. Yeah, you know, at the very least, and I think that's probably how we're gonna. I'd like to either have some kind of like number value and I don't know maybe just to fuck around or probably change it every time yeah I, I give it a 7 I just you know like it's it's 
It isn't the best. It isn't terrible. The thing is, even it's though dependable. there was no the the reason why it's not so much better is because there was even though Padded Room as a whole project wasn't better than this. You think there was padded, something else thematically? Huh? Like Padded Room was a little more focused. No, 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 no. I'm saying overall as an overall album, I don't think Padded Room was better than this album. Okay. Okay. But Padded Room definitely had a lot better songs on it. Like, if we're just picking out, like, one song and, like, saying, oh, this song's better than this one, Padded Room had... Padded Room's five best songs are better than... Um, the five best on here? Mm-hmm. But then wouldn't you say that Padded Room would then be the, the stronger album? No, because overall it was just too much. It was, like, 17, 16 tracks, and it was just... Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Right. It was yeah, just... Yeah, then my original argument some, pops up. Then some yeah. some songs seem like seem like a chore to listen to <laughs> after a while. Not like the Prodigy disc. Like, yeah. what's the point of having that on the album? But then I couldn't help it. Was a classic to me. Oh, that's a great song. Pray for me, even though you're not religious or whatever. It was just a it was a great song, questioning God or whatever. Uh, there are parts of it that I that I argue with. I. God, I hate to be rude. Why you let obese niggas starve? And uh, uh, no, you let you give obese niggas food and let some shit starve or whatever. Because he's God. I just thought there was so many stupid things. On and the then um, do tell. Do tell was great. There's a lot of good tracks. Ain't but you're in right, my life. Too many tracks. There's too much shit to sift through. That's maybe forty minutes plus. Angel in my life was great. That's a good song too. But yeah, 7 out of 10, I think that's what we would agree with then. All right, guys, um, we're going to try to... He's still not going to top um, Moon Music 2 or 3 for me. I don't think ever. Ever, probably. But um, I think... And, I think it, and the album that he just dropped, that All Love Lost, I don't know, so many people complained about it. Overall, I like it. I don't know if, I, if I've gone back to it, though. I go back to it because it's my only, it's the only CD I have in my car. So sometimes when like I'm on the phone or something, I like to have like background noise or something. So I. Yeah, that's the thing. Like I can't like if I just if I'm listening to something, it's probably a podcast. I'm not listening to music. It's gotta be a good piece of music for me to really have to sit down and fucking. Like Young Jeezy's new album. Oh yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Nah, Young Jeezy's new album is good. Well, if you're into Young, if you were ever into Young Jeezy, it's just Young Jeezy. <laughs> Talk about selling drugs again. Like rather, he's got out of the whole his whole political stance that he was doing for the longest. <laughs> he was just dropping political albums, which are good, which are good albums. But I guess <laughs> they don't just, make the, they don't pay the bills. Yeah, so I guess he just started doing selling drugs again uh, in music. It's a good album though, and actually, even though I don't like Meek Mill like that, his mixtape was pretty good. It's just. You just don't respect me as a lyricist no more, but you still respect his like talent to make good songs. So there you have it. Now we might have some uh, some, some things to listen to and some shit that's come out. We'll probably have... And I heard 2 Chains was good. I didn't listen to it, so though. So I have three good. fucking things that came out. And then that Like album from that Pac Div, which I was... Oh, yeah, song, was songs, while, songs I Made While High or something like that? Yeah, yeah. I think he produced that album too. I think he produced his own album, and the production on that album is crazy. Songs made while high, yeah. There we go. The production on that album is crazy. Oh, and just because I gotta 
put a shout out to this because I'm going to go see them in concert on the 7th. I don't have to put a little bit of the struts because they're a badass band. And I'm going to leave you guys with uh, maybe a little bit of Black Swan. Black Swan? Black Swan, baby. Are you trying to are you trying to copy like different podcasts where they I'm gonna pick I'm gonna do a sleeper pick of the week. A track that no one's heard. Is this new? Yeah. I haven't been on none of my rock stuff, so I have no idea of any rock music. Oh, dude, I'm, my, my friend turned me on to this. I'm about to go see them on, on the 7th. They didn't sound bad. Who are they? Uh, the Struts. The Struts? The Struts. S-T-R-U-T-S. S- S- um, I used to get most of my music from WWE. Rock <laughs> music. Or 92.3. Dude, listen, hey, this is, this is, they're like this British group, but they're, they just sound so American. But the album Everybody Wants? Everybody Wants, yeah. Whoa. Can't wait. I just, I just downloaded it. I'll check it out and see if it's good. Yeah, they dropped a lot of albums, because. This is their actual first one, though. Oh, no, never mind. That wasn't an album. Yeah, no, this is their first one. They got another one called Merry-Go-Round. Oh, you know what? I'm going to put a little bit of Merry-Go-Round before we cut it out a little bit. I took our pictures off the wall today. I'm not going to lie to you. I think I'm liking this music. Fuck, man. It sounds good. I can't wait. It's going to be a good fucking album. But I'd, uh, I think Sebastian and I both agreed. 7.710? 7, 7 out of 10? Yeah, 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10. Still strong. You know, still Joe Budden fan. I think, uh, honestly, I can't wait for more music, truthfully. If we're going to get an album every year, I'm, I wouldn't, I would be okay with that. And it sucks that we might never get the growth, but... You know, it is what it is. I know Loki's like I don't know if it's one of the best, better albums that came out this year, though. That's the thing. I don't know if I'd feel that way about it, but I think, I think he's right though that there is like a niche to be filled for music. You know, for other, for people in a different era, different times, don't want to listen to the same shit over and over again. Yeah. Or the same dance music. You know what I mean? Like it's just a different thing. I like to turn up. I just like Biggie shit. There we go. Hi, right, everybody. Thanks a lot for listening. This is Mike's Super Short Show. Peace.